We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 86 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been writing about games for a long time, playing them even longer. You may have read some of my stuff at IGN or most recently Pixelkin. I'm the mother of a four, almost five-year-old, just a few months out from five-year-old, which is interesting. Um, I'm joined by resident dad, Steven Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three, hopefully not jerks this week. They, they've been slightly better, although I do have okay. a story about uh, my youngest that I will tell uh, okay. when we are done with interactions because I don't want to steal okay. time from the good doctor. Okay, right, <laughs> and obviously then. Uh, we're joined by, and I'll say to you, Dr. Regina McMenemy, who is from Yay. the Geek Embassy uh, and is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Regina, does that seriously offend you if I don't call you Dr. Regina? No. Okay. Good. No. Because... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't okay. go by, I mean, it's funny because, you know, we all said in graduate school, oh, I'm never going to make anybody call me doctor. And right. then, you know, when you do it and you actually have the title, you're like, oh, but my name sounds so cool coming after doctor. <laughs> right. um, but I yeah. still don't make anybody call me doctor. Okay. <laughs> all right, good. I just want to make sure you've been talking no. with us for like a month now. So <laughs> Stephen brings up the fact that he calls you doctor and I don't. That's all right. So I just, I, yeah. I do actually bring up the fact that I call her doctor yeah, and you don't. I um, know. There's a soft a spot of, in my heart for that, though. <laughs> it's, a point of, it's a point of distinction. Um, uh, and it also makes me uh, more polite than you. And respectful. Okay. okay. And respectful. All right. Okay. Um, when people have right. titles, you're supposed to use them. So when I'm knighted, I expect to be uh, Sir Steven. You expect Steven. to be called Sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So you're not a knight, then. In your LARPing, you're not a knight. No, I'm. Oh no, 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 no. Um, no, 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 no. Um, LARP. Uh, so, um, this is what I people ask me all the time in character whether or not my primary character would be a knight, and he says no, 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 no because knights can be fired. Um, oh, okay. So, oh. but um, he. So I, I you asked. So here it comes. So my primary character's name is Riddick, and he is. Um, the equivalent Ridiculous. of like a good guy mob boss. <laughs> so, um, so this is a story like he, his backstory is he doesn't, he, his dad vanished one day. And so he left and to go find him and took up adventuring and got distracted. Eventually I found out, eventually he found his dad and it turns out that his dad was a slaver, a very, very, very bad man. Didn't know that. Okay. Oh. So we captured okay. him. He turned himself in to us. And so okay. he started. So the two of us were talking and he would. And like, so my main character, Riddick, is a really big jerk. Despite the fact that he is a very nice guy. Right. Like, so he does super okay. good things. Like he would totally die to save a bunch of peasants. Right. Like he's a hero. Okay. But he's like a real jerk. So like picture like Iron Man. But, like, worse. <laughs> okay. Okay? And and just because that's... Because it's, sometimes it's just fun to be able to have no filter and go to a place and just say literally whatever you want and not care. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so this... So Riddick's dad said, well, you know, you're just some kind of punk adventurer, blah, 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 blah. And I looked at him and I said, hey, dad, listen. See that guy over there? He's a general. He's my second in command. 
And they'll look over there and see that guy. He's a knight. He sorts and counts my treasure. So, like, that's the kind of, like, that's, so, like, the mob boss. Like, I'm not, I don't have a title, but, like, my minions are knights and generals and stuff like that. So, um, okay. so there, so there's that. So, okay. no, I am not a knight, nor will I ever be, uh, nor will okay. he ever be. Uh, he doesn't aspire, he aspires to greater things, like okay. domination, world domination. Okay. All right. Oh, now I know more about LARPing. I'm just learning so much from you. Steve. You asked. I know, I know, I know. It's totally my fault that you I asked. absolutely did it. Regina, you, you're my witness. She asked. I heard. She did. She asked. So can I tell my story about my obnoxious daughter? Can I tell a story real quickly about my daughter yes, who by is all not means. obnoxious? <laughs> so, She's uh, adorable. They're both there adorable. Are, yeah, there are lots of things that I hate about Facebook, especially right now. But one of the things that I love about them is they keep reminding me of videos and pictures that I had completely forgotten about. And they reminded me of two of them this week, two videos. One of them is just when Anna started doing this crazy babbling thing where she would stick her tongue out all the time. And I just, I can't even make the noise that she made, but it was hilarious. But the other one was her singing the theme to the Spider-Man TV show with my husband when she was 21 months old. And he had taught her that. So she didn't sing it like the whole thing. He would start the line and then she would finish it. Uh, but at one point, like she had been singing it beforehand and I whipped out my phone like, oh, sing it again. So I catch that, you know, on my phone and post it. And she at the one point, she's like, I don't want to sing Spider-Man anymore, which was like I was telling my husband. I'm like, look at that. She said anymore at 21 months. Right. It wasn't no right. more. It wasn't. Yeah, right. I was like, right. anymore. Rocket. Right. I mean, and then her, her singing it too was just hilarious. But anyhow, so yes, I I have a lovely child who I'm very proud of right now, and she doesn't have she has not done anything really bad this week. She also had this wonderful idea for a boss at the bottom of the mines in Stardew Valley. I have no idea if there is a boss. At the bottom oh, I, of the I watched that post. Yeah. I watched when you posted that one. She, I um, saw the Spider-Man one too, but yeah. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> yeah. So she has this very elaborate description of what this boss is going to be. So, or I, like I said, I don't even know if there is a boss. I don't know how far down the mines go in harvest moon. Typically they go down to a hundred levels. I'm on 128 and they haven't stopped yet, so I have no idea how far these mines go in Stardew Valley. But anyhow, those are my stories. Steven, let's hear about your adorable daughter. Yeah, she's adorable, all right. So, um, <laughs> well, before we get into that, in regards to the video about your daughter singing Spider-Man, you shared that in uh, EngageFamilyGaming.com slash community, but it is worth noting yes. that no one saw that that was not your friend. That is correct. Because it yes. is privacy blocked, just in case yeah. you were curious. So, um, which is hilarious. So, like, three of us saw it. Um, I saw it, so it's fine by me. Um, yeah. hashtag, <laughs> hashtag selfish. So, anyway. Um, so, my daughter, um, they, they go to a school where there's a dress code. Basically, a uniform. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, she was wearing a cute little white sweater and a skirt and these gray tights. And it was super adorable. Um, but the skirt was like the skorts thing that had like the shorts underneath it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Like built in. And she did not like that. So okay. she comes home and walks into the house. No skirt on. None of that. <laughs> just, just tights. And she looks at my, and my wife looks at her and goes, Hey, um, what, 
what's going on? Where, where's your skirt? And she goes, oh, I didn't like it, so I took it off and put it in my backpack. <laughs> and she would not tell us when she did that. Was it on the way home? At which point, well, whatever. Right. You know? Or was it on the way to school? At which point she was walking around at school with just tights on. And a skirt and a little sweater. Now, to be fair, these tights were, like, kind of thicker. <laughs> so yeah. if they weren't paying the attention, kind of they might have thought like, they were leggings. But yeah, leggings yeah. are against the dress code. You can't wear leggings as pants in the dress code. Um, which is, I mean, generally a rule for life anyway. Um, and so she, so, but we don't know. And my wife right. doesn't want to ask the teacher because then that right. kind of, Explains. Oh, at it. some point, our daughter took her pants off, basically. <laughs> so we're like in this real weird like position of not knowing, and the boys don't know either, because they didn't <laughs> sit near her, so they don't know, and yeah. they didn't see her at all, so they really have no idea. <laughs> so if anyone has any suggestions, um, you can tweet at me and let us know. Do we bring this up to the teacher, or do we just forget that this ever happened? I really legitimately need advice because I'm confused. <laughs> This is never. This is not in the handbook. That, that comes. There's a handbook. Do you yeah, got a it, handbook? It, you only get. Yeah, yeah, you don't get it when you're on the West Coast. It's a oh. East Coast thing. You Sorry. have to pick it up at Dunkin' Donuts, right? <laughs> Cumberland so Farms, to be specific. Cumberland Farms. Here's a possible. Um, like I, I can't respond to you as to whether or not you talk to the, the teacher, but maybe a solution. Do they do they keep the uniforms or do they turn them in at the end of the year? Oh, no, no, they're just clothes. It's just, okay. like, yeah, we keep them. Like, there's a dress okay. code, not a uniform. Yeah, yeah well, it's not so much probably, a uniform as a dress code. Yeah, you can probably cut out the um, the skirt part of the skirt. Yeah. Probably. That's what I would say, too. For her. Yeah. If she yeah. does, if that if that becomes an issue again, yeah, yeah. we will, uh, we're going to experiment over the <laughs> weekend and have her wear yeah. them, like, to church and see if she really hates it. Okay. Um. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. You're right. We could cut it out. I mean, or she has more clothes because the people behind us had twins that are uh-huh. a year older than her, <coughs> and they went to the same school. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. like, once a month, we come home from a thing, and there's just a garbage bag full of clothes on our, <laughs> like, hand-me-downs on our porch. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, it's fine. If If this one article of clothing is a problem... We can just give it to we can just give it to someone else. So I'm not okay. super worried, but man, man, <laughs> this is not something I did not expect to deal with her like getting changed on the bus until she was like a teenager. You know, yeah. Like I just didn't. Well, and even then, your you know your fears would be different, yeah. vastly different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. still, I don't want her taking her skirt off on the bus. I'm being real. No, no. <laughs> still hoping that that doesn't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a supportive and open-minded dad, but getting 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 naked on the bus is still not cool. Wow. Well, I'm still glad she wasn't like really naked, naked. Yeah. Because as no. someone who has a toddler who is not particularly fond of clothes these days. <laughs> Um, naked in my house means naked. naked. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen here. When the clothes here. come off, they all come off. Fortunately, yeah. We're, yeah. fortunately we're pretty lucky. We have, we don't have those problems. <laughs> oh, anyway. wow. No, Anna, um, she doesn't really do it anymore, but it's, it was fairly recently that she used to just run around after having a bath. 
and just like run and say like naked butt, naked butt, just running around. Uh, this is one of those things where we're gonna make someone's gonna make an audio clip of that <laughs> and make it her text ringtone when she gets older. Like break into her phone and just you know, because you guys are gonna be smart enough. So make it so whenever she get a text from you, like it'll be you going naked, naked butt, butt, naked butt, naked butt, and then make sure to text her like every time she's out with her friends. They'll be at Starbucks because you'll be in Seattle, and apparently that's all people do in Seattle. Um, and um, she'll get a text, and it'll be super loud because you can hack phones because you're smart. Right. <laughs> wow. Yes, because hacking a phone will mean having the passcode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it takes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends is just – she's terrible about um, uh, grabbing people's phones and doing stuff that she shouldn't. Like, people leave their phones, like, unlocked near her, and then they walk away, and then they wonder, oh, what happened? Why did this crap get posted on my Facebook page? And it's like, you don't leave your phone with Laura. Like, when are you just going to learn that lesson? Laura, I love you, by the way, but oh, my God. It's just... And then we did like, that to a friend of mine on her birthday. Oh, yeah. No, this happens all yeah. the time. It was just <laughs> once, though. But oh. I don't think she's left her phone unattended since then. Yeah, yeah. We but changed like... her uh, her background on her screen to um, one of the char- one of the guy, the male characters in True Blood oh, that she okay. used to laugh yeah, after. Yeah, no, so. Laura goes on Wasn't Facebook bad. and posts, yeah. like, I like poop or some type of sexual thing. And it's just, like, it's, like, crazy. Like, you know that it's not the person. But it's, like... <laughs> You know, right? Like people, the, the people who leave their phone unattended for the first time, like getting message from people that don't know, like not from our friendship group. Like, what the heck were you? What saying? is going on? I know, were you drunk or wrong um, with you? Yeah, exactly. You feeling okay? Did, did you have a seizure? I do that stuff to my. I, I've actually I do that stuff to my wife, and I know the password to her phone. So yeah, yeah. But that's because I'm. <laughs> okay. But but I'm I'm like I'm puckish. Come on, you know, like I'm I'm a lovable. You're a right? trickster. I'm a trickster. That's what Puck is. He's a trickster. Yeah, exactly. His, his archetype. I didn't yeah. want to refer to myself as Loki because, like, yeah, I'm not. No. I'm not that handsome. Um, uh, but but you know what? I mean, that is a great segue. We're talking about Loki. That is a great segue. Look at so that. You think, I did, you think I didn't do that on purpose? <laughs> I'm, I'm a professional. Right. However, Video games. last week. Last week, I seem to remember, we said Square Enix is going to have a big announcement. And Steven said, it's Tomb Raider. And Regina it's definitely going to be no, Tomb Raider. You know, Marvel's going to have an announcement at the same time. And Steven was like, no, 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 that's not it. They're with no Capcom. Yeah. He's like, they're no. Capcom. Yeah. Well, guess what? Square Enix is partnering up with Marvel to make video games. So Regina was totally right. Um, be, There's a reason uh, she's a doctor. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a it's a multi game deal. There haven't been tons of uh, details announced, uh, but the games are going to be developed by Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal, which makes me a little worried because Crystal Dynamics makes Tomb Raider, and I still want Tomb Raider. Um, but apparently, it's going to be in the Avengers universe. They say that it's going to be kind of a different take on that universe you're gonna have the same characters and environments but sort of gonna have a different story going on which is pretty cool which is the way that you do games based in a world like that you just don't um reiterate what's already been done so um, yep so that's cool so i'm interesting uh what do you guys what do you guys think is the the first game is going to be 
Steve and Captain America. Steven's wearing a Captain America pullover sweater today. <laughs> in preparation for this discussion, um, in preparation for the first off, this is a, I'm going to, can I, can I, a 10 second message to Crystal Dynamics. If sure. you don't put vision in that video game, I will write you a strongly worded email and perhaps a tweet. Um, and that's, perhaps a tweet. And perhaps a tweet. Um, put wow. vision in this stupid game, okay? Um, well, we know the first one's gonna be, um, an Avengers game. So, I mean, right, it's yeah. supposed, and the hashtag they're using is reassemble, and the video that they put up showed a bunch of Avengers stuff getting, like, that was kind of discarded and wrecked. Right. So my guess is yes. that it's gonna take place after some bad event happens, and they're gonna have to kind of, like, come together. I mean, we know it's Crystal Dynamics, right? So... Um, they're really good at action adventure games. I mean, they made Tomb Raider. So yeah. even if we just imagine what Tomb Raider is and just kind of put an Avengers skin on top of it, exploring big environments, interacting with different stuff, <coughs> the level design will obviously be a little bit different to accommodate all the different Avengers heroes. But, I mean, you know, Hawkeye... <laughs> You know, like I'm, I'm super jazzed. One thing that that is worth mentioning is Jason Schreier over at Kotaku reported, um, and this is not confirmed, confirmed, but the information is that Crystal Dynamics is working on Avengers, and that Idos Montreal is working on Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and that they have shelved Deus Ex, um, for the time being. Well, as a I result of this project. Oh, that better not mean that Tomb Raider has been shelved for the time being either. I'm going to be extremely mad. Crystal Dynamics is big, I think. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm but, thinking too. But those, those teams need to be big is the thing. Like, they're not that big. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Because up to Unless... this point, they've only worked on on Tomb Raider for the past, I don't know, whatever, six years. It has just been Tomb Raider. So either... They're shelving Tomb Raider for a while, or they're hiring like crazy, which I didn't bother to check out their website to see if they are hiring like crazy. Because but, um, you're taking a break from being a journalist, so why would you have? Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I hope that they don't, for your sake, I hope yeah. that they make another Tomb Raider game. It could very well be that they're in the rap. I mean, they could, for all we know, they could announce another Tomb Raider game this E3 and release it this fall. And no one would ever think, I mean, we've already seen, so I would not be stunned if they are finishing development and have a team working on this game. And then as soon as this is, as soon as Tomb Raider is done, rather than doing DLC for it, they'll just put out a new Tomb Raider, call it a day, and then all move everybody else over. Because <laughs> they could have yeah, a team. Yeah, they could in, be further along on Tomb Raider than we, we know yeah. at this point. Well, you figure, I mean, sh Tomb uh, Yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider came out two years ago. Right. There was no, yeah. like a year and a half ago. The ports of PS4, and then there was new DLC, which I still haven't downloaded. I don't know what my problem is. There was new DLC that came out along with that PS4 port, so somebody still. had to have been working on that. Yeah, um, but probably yeah. not the whole studio. Yeah, no, no. So they've been working on something. Anyway, I'm excited. Can't wait. Yeah. We got Insomniac making a Spider-Man game. We got Eidos Montreal, baby, making a Guardians of the Galaxy video game. We got, yeah. you know, Crystal Dynamics making an Avengers game. Shoot. <laughs> All we need now is, like, 
that game company making like a Silver Surfer game or something. Right. Let's just get crazy. <laughs> Let's just get absolutely and Telltale. Crazy. I mean, Telltale. Oh, and Telltale is working on Guardians yeah. too. Guardians yeah. too, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So Disney, man, they're just they're putting their properties everywhere. They're like, we closed yep. down our internal studio. We're gonna do licensing stuff, and boom. Well, at least for everywhere. a Marvel, it's everywhere. Um, yeah. Star Wars is sort of tricky. That's been a sort of WB if it's Lego and EA if it's not, and so um, EA has a lot of first party studios. There's the, they got a lot of games yeah. coming out. Yeah. We're gonna see a Star Wars game every year for the next 10 years. Right. It's going to be great. Also, did you hear the Battlefront 2 coming out this fall going to have a single player campaign? Well, mm. how could it not? How could it not? Seriously, like that's what everybody complained, that's what I complained about. I was super interested in it until I found out it didn't have a campaign. Yes, and because like, because when people complain to EA, EA always listens, always. Well, you know what? They made a new ending to Mass Effect 3. So I would that's say because that's pretty crazy listening. <laughs> the world almost ended about the Mass <laughs> Effect three ending. Like literally, there were I'm there like there were very big protests about the ending of that game, and I don't even understand what it was. I read the ending; it sounded fine to me. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, but, you know, there were three different endings, and I supposedly got the worst one, but it was I thought it was a great ending. I just well. Uh, some people, started. people on the internet are stupid. <laughs> yes. Welcome to that. Yes, people on the internet are. are stupid. So, but EA, that's one game that they've listened on. <coughs> I mean, for real. Uh, they make a lot of other games. So, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I still think it is noteworthy that they are that they confirmed that a single-player campaign spanning multiple generations is coming to Battlefront 2. Um, I am super looking forward to that game this fall. One of my most anticipated games of this holiday because okay. I don't know why, because now I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Who knew that that was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's, um, I, I'm going to take some, like a running poll for our listeners. If you want to, um, if you want to, uh, chime in on this, how many times per episode for this year, are we going to hear Steven say, that's my most anticipated game. XXX. <laughs> because I bet it's going to be at least once an episode. I have a feeling it's going to be at least once an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um so what you're saying nicole is um i'm excited about video games because i have i have the i have access to a high-end luxury entertainment product and i enjoy them and you're okay. um jaded and no, miserable. no 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 also <laughs> though is, that is not what i was also yeah, go ahead. He says, that. what is anticipated to be game of the year? Right. Pretty much exactly. every episode, too. Or maybe every is, other episode. Okay, those so, two things. Yeah. So the thing that I was <laughs> talking about, about most anticipated game, is that that game changes <laughs> so frequently. That's the thing about it. Like, next episode, we're probably going to hear you say your most anticipated game is something else based That's on what you announced this year. I said most anticipated of the holiday. Right now, okay. Is I'm allowed to be excited. I am a hype man. Okay, <laughs> this is my job. My job. You don't have me here excited. for my charm. You don't have me here. Let me for have my, my feelings, like, please. <laughs> you don't have me here for my like intellectual insights. You have. That's what it, Regina is here for. The intellect, right? She's like that's the my super, wheelhouse. <laughs> she's the super brains. She's the doctor, right? You're oh, the organized one. 
You're the super generally. Brains. Wow. She's super the brain. super brain Regina, one. Regina knows what super brains is. So, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, Regina. What are you? It's fine. It's I feel fine. like I should be one of those those aliens in um, the original Star Trek that yeah. had like the, their brains were like so big right. that they were like protruding out of but, their sure. did you not, super brain. You know, super brains is the uh, it's the superhero. Plants for <laughs> right. the zombie super. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> that's what I was so, talking about. So you're she's you're super totally smart. Right. You're super organized. <laughs> you know, you're like the one that keeps this band of misfits together. Uh, and I'm the hype man. I'm like Jimmy okay. Hart. Um, you know, I'm just here to just yell about things and be excited. Nobody wants like that's why I'm here. <laughs> so when I say I am highly anticipating something, isn't that great? Isn't that why you want me? You told me before this episode started you wanted me to be me. <laughs> and then you're going to make fun of me for being me. Of course well, I yeah. am. What do you expect? That's kind of the shtick. Yeah, yeah I get it at this point. This is our it's bit. It's the show. I do something. Like, our entire show. show is I do something awesome. Nicole makes fun of me for it. And then Regina goes, really, you two? Really? <laughs> I signed on for this. <laughs> Uh, I am, okay. I am allowed Moving to, be on from Marvel. to be excited about Star Wars. We've been talking about okay. Star Wars. We have been talking about Star Wars, but moving on from that. Uh, this is something Steven's going to be excited about, too. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 30th Anniversary, as we noted before, is this year. They've just launched a website celebrating. There's going to be lots of news coming up there throughout the year, I am sure. Yeah. But it's got some uh, art from the remake of Final Fantasy VII, uh, which yeah. looks pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, that's cool. We're still expecting a collection. They haven't announced a collection, but we're going to expect a collection, right, Steven? It's going to, it's got to happen. Um, I can't imagine that it won't. At the very least, I would expect that, but I also, I I expect, um, HD remasters of Final Fantasy 13 trilogy. Like, it just feels like, it feels like, like, why wouldn't you do that? It would cost them like a dollar to remaster it. Like, file save as, like. Just put it out there. Just, I mean, I know it's more complicated than that, but they've got people that can do that. Yeah, it feels like an easy, easy sell. Um, but some kind of collection of the older games makes absolute sense. Um, did you see some of the other announcements that came out of that? No, I didn't. So, um, I figured I did. you were gonna know all about oh. it, Stephen. So, yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> So to knock this out so of the she can park, rest on her laurels and yeah. So let why don't you why don't you over. sit back, have some Starbucks? Here we go. Final <laughs> Fantasy Twelve, the Zodiac, <clears throat> the Zodiac Edition, which is the HD remaster of Final Fantasy Twelve, will be releasing this summer, July eleventh to be specific. It's a really great time uh, releasing a nice big meaty RPG in the summer. Uh, it includes some great quality of life. Updates. Also, it is the Europe. It is the international version as opposed to the North American version, which is which is important because it takes the archaic and rather obnoxious licensing system from the first game and replaces it with just the traditional Final Fantasy job system, which actually makes it a little bit less arcane. Um, so, if you tried the, this is the long and short of it. If you tried Final Fantasy twelve back in the day and bounced off of it, try it again. Borrow it, Redbox it, do what you got to do. I think it will be. I think that it will be easier this time to get into it than before. Um, I tried it. I bounced off of it. Everything I've read about the new system makes it way easier to deal with. <laughs> also, some of the art looks amazing. Um, also, 
they uh, announced the first DLC for Final Fantasy XV uh, will be the Gladiolus event, where you will play from his perspective and fight Gilgamesh. That's coming out in March. February 21st, they are adding a booster pack that includes Power Rangers outfits. I'm not even joking. Literally multicolored Power Rangers outfits for the four heroes in Final Fantasy XV. Um, it's called, they are called Magitech Nano Suits. Shut up. They're, they're four different colors. They're four different colored jump, like, latex jumpsuits with metal bits on them. Shut up. They're Power Rangers. Um, so, um, so now that, so this is my question. Um, I, I talked to my cousin from GameSpot about this, and he seems to agree with me. And I want to hear your opinion on this. So since they're making them Power Rangers, that means <laughs> by the time this is all done, they're absolutely going to be dressed up like magical girls, right? <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna have them in like Sailor Scout outfits. Is that am I crazy? <laughs> no, I would not. I don't. I don't doubt anything ever in a Japanese video game. Never. So here's the question: <laughs> Is Power Rangers in Final Fantasy peak Japan, or is magical men dressed up like magical girls in Final Fantasy peak Japan? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> like I think we're nearing peak Japan with with them dressed up like Power Rangers, but something about like Gladiolus, who is this giant, beefy, like Batista-looking dude, um, dressed up like Sailor <laughs> Jupiter, is <laughs> <It's> just <coughs> just it has me giddy, you know, just because it just sounds so dumb. And they could do the fun yeah. poses and everything too, because you know they got control of the animations. So. Um, there's that, um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, the okay. key art from, the key art from Final Fantasy VII Remake really just felt like a cop-out. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Give us some, give us some real information. <coughs> but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot forthcoming. You should probably pay attention to that site throughout the Kind of have it like, bookmarked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I got you. So, I got you. So running back to sort of a uh, Mass Effect-ish type thing, so Bioware announced that they're going to have a brand new IP that will be coming out in 2018, which is super cool. Um, if you go to the, the blog post on Bioware's site, there's a, there's a bit of artwork in the background. You can't really see everything. But underneath the white, which is partly transparent, there's a white box where the text is. It looks like there's a castle, which, you know, Dragon Age, they have lots of castles or whatever. But there's a character off to the right-hand screen uh, with a, I don't know, almost like cowboy-looking hat. And she's holding like a, I don't, know if, I don't know if that's supposed to be a bow and arrow or if it's a double-bladed, like, dagger or something or other. But So that's interesting. It's different than... Um, when was it? I think it was 2011 at E3 um, at the EA press conference. Bioware teased something about a new IP, and that it was very much a sort of realistic, uh, modern-looking type thing taking place in the real world, and had something to do with dreams or whatever. And I thought that looked really cool. So, um, it got, I guess it's not that, unless this art means absolutely nothing. But I have a hard time believing that the art means absolutely nothing. So. Anyhow. Yeah, me too. Speculations. Speculations. Send them our way. You can email us at gamingwithmoms at gmail.com or tweet at gamingwithmoms. 
I'm super excited about a new Bioware IP. Bioware is awesome. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So super. I'd cool. like to see them uh, do something steampunk. Because we know be they have because they have sword and sorcery fantasy and they have future. So like, if they're not yeah. going to do modern, yeah. which <laughs> really who cares? Um, I think steampunk would be cool. Although no one's really like this is how about this? <laughs> no one's really doing um, like modern fantasy games. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that feels like that's a genre that's yeah. like big in literature. Like right, there's lots of books that are like yes. modern fantasy. Um. I'm not talking like postmodern fantasy, but like modern fantasy. Um, yeah. I wonder why nobody's hitting that up in the video game space, or at least nobody. I'm using in air quotes because I'm sure there's some indie game out there that I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. Modern fan- fantasy, you're right, is super huge. I was just getting ready to, um, uh, having not been in a great mood the last couple of weeks, getting ready to dig into what a, some of my comfort reading, which is the All Souls trilogy. Uh, the first one is a discovery of witches. That's modern fantasy with witches, vampires, mm. and demons, and it's a really cool story. It's written by Ooh. a um, a scholar, actually. She's a historical alchemical scholar. And that's who the character, the main character, is. And uh, and there's a part where like they go back to Elizabeth in England, and that's super cool too. So anyhow, um, it's got romance in it, but it's not like crazy Harlequin romance. So. If you're into modern day fantasy and you don't mind a little romance, also trilogy by Deborah Harkness. Highly recommend like, it. I'm looking at my books on my shelf you're right now. So because the way, so <laughs> the, the way I judge <laughs> So the way I judge romance in books is how many times the word turgid appears in the book. Turgid. So like how I just, I don't think I remember Turgid being in these books at all. Regina, the literary nerd, goes, "Oh man, Steve, you just did that. Did you just? Did you? Did that just happen?" <laughs> I make fun of my wife all the time because she reads like all that. Like she reads uh-huh. that like the di- she reads the like the dime store romance novels because they're just. Uh-huh. I mean, she married me, so clearly she needs something in her life that's worthwhile. So. Um, <laughs> So, but I always, like, especially if she's reading them on her Kindle, I'll, like, take it from her when she's not looking, and I'll search for, like, one of those, like, you know, one of those words that's, like, a dressed-up dirty word, and then I'll just leave it on the search page. Dressed-up dirty word. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Fancy. Y'all know, what I'm ta- Y'all know what I'm talking about. I think fancy needs to go in the title of this episode. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. We'll find something. It'll be turgid. <laughs> somehow so what you're gonna do is you're gonna make the title of this episode a boner joke <laughs> <laughs> it depends it depends on if we top this conversation later on which i have a feeling we won't but anyhow <laughs> <laughs> no i got i got it <laughs> gaming with the moms keep it under your desk <laughs> yeah oh god keep it under your desk oh my lord I, no, I think that the title of the episode should be the title of this episode is a boner joke. <laughs> Just literally, that's the word. I would love that. If that if that shows my up cheeks. on my feed, I will die. I will literally die. My cheeks are hurting. I'm laughing so much. I know. Well, okay. it's good to laugh. Good to it laugh. Is. I haven't been doing lots of laughing lately, so I am enjoying this. Um, yes. Okay, so yes, that's Bioware. Uh, who knows? I don't know how we even got on this train of thought. Um, but yeah, so Bioware new IP. I'm super excited. Again, let us know what you think. Let's start having the audience make some predictions. I want to start um 
addressing yeah, audience that'd be awesome. Just, just so. don't make bets with her. She's evil. <laughs> anyway, I'm not. Gonna we're gonna talk about the Switch next, right? Yes, we're gonna talk about yes. the Switch. So. It's going to require a paid subscription for online gaming. However, it's going to be pretty cheap, probably less yeah. than $30. So that's pretty cool. That's like half the price of uh, Xbox And that's for Live a year, Gold right? Or, yeah, yep. that would be for a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Super yeah. down. Yeah. Super yeah. excited about that. But they yeah. haven't, in the past, they haven't charged for online stuff. Correct? Yeah. Steven? That is correct. Everything's yeah, been okay. free so far. But man, if they come but, out and they're like, just hey, it's twenty five bucks. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they haven't had a lot of, um, not like it, they don't have an environment like Xbox Live has, where you no. go in and you play with somebody else. So I'm wondering if the reason for the subscription is because they're going to be creating environments like that, because yeah. it looks like from the videos that they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, this is this is really aimed at Splatoon too. I mean, that's what makes the most sense because that's the only that's the only big multiplayer um, game that really works in an online setting, at least in my opinion. Steven, is there something else since you're a Nintendo fanboy? Wow, wow, it's true, it's true. I I can say wow we because are. just because it was harsh, but it's not untrue. Um, <laughs> it's factually correct. Um, Smash, it would work in Smash. Because oh, you, you, there's okay. voice That's chat. That's what I was wondering. There's voice yeah. chat in um, lobbies and stuff in um, fighting games. I'm sure that one of the reasons Smash is not out is because they wanted to wait until the online was working perfectly. Um, mm. You know, because if they put like lobbies in Smash, that would be super cool. Um, it would also work in Mario Kart. Um, you know, so right, right. I think that's reasonable. Um, also, just yeah. voice chat in general. Like the reality is, if like the three of us could like party up. Just and and just chat while we're playing Zelda together, you know, not together, awesome. but like at the same time. Yeah, that's not something in the same can... environment, but playing the game. Like, oh <laughs> Correct. yeah, Correct. and that's going to be doing this, and you're doing that exactly, yeah. and that'll be more reasonable considering it's going to be on a separate app. I mean, we're going to be talking on our phones basically, but it'll be through Nintendo service. So, um, having that be a thing, I I could absolutely imagine just sitting on voice talking with people. Um, while playing Zelda or other single-player Mario games, um, you know, which is something you can do on Xbox One and PS4. You know, you can talk. You, you know, yeah. you can be in groups even while you're yeah. playing single-player games. So Nintendo has a lot of really great single-player games, so supporting that kind of chat is a great idea. So um, we do know some of the details. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to talk to strangers um, even while you're playing Splatoon. So if you're playing Splatoon with strangers, you're not going to be able to talk to them. You're going to have to be friends. <laughs> but it's but friend codes are gone, so the reality is you're going to be able to friend people through the app, and it should be much easier, kind of similarly to how you... Fr I would presume that it would be similar to how you friended people in Mitomo. Mm. Yeah. Sounds great to me. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, how I think much? that'll be good. 30 yeah. bucks? Sure. That'll, yeah, that'll make it a much more dynamic community, and that's always been kind of a limit to yeah. playing there. You know, you right. can't, you totally. just can't jump in and play games with other people uh, the way you can on the other platforms. So I you think bet. that'll be a yeah. good expansion for their community. Yeah, for sure. I deleted Mitomo. I mean, I haven't been playing yeah, it me for too. forever. It, giving, it started giving me notifications after they updated it. Like, I know, like I'm 99 Mario Run did that too. Oh, did it really? 99% mm -hmm. sure I know I turned off notifications for that thing because mm -hmm. I turn off notifications for everything. Mm -hmm. And like at yeah, one point at 7 a.m., I was still in bed. It gave me a notification. So-and-so's birthday is today. 
you should go wish him a happy happy birthday i was like god uh, i'm just gonna stop i'm like delete. i'm done i'm done like <laughs> delete i just i'm done with you <laughs> you don't wake me up at 7 30 on a saturday morning to tell me somebody has a birthday i'm sorry <laughs> not acceptable all right so i won't tell you that my birthday is on a saturday this year <laughs> it it's wasn't, not it wasn't like a close friend i friended like everybody who asked me to be a friend on that so it wasn't even somebody i even really knew i was just like if it had been someone that i actually knew maybe it wouldn't have made me so angry um i probably still would have been angry but maybe i wouldn't have been as angry but but anyhow yeah so tomo gone um but more nintendo news so they've now announced that they have more than 100 games in development for the Switch by 70 different publishers. So, that's cool. Um, what was At the announcement, they said they had, what was like it? Like 80. 50, 80, something like that. So, it's it's not a huge announcement, but the numbers got up in, in a little bit. And they, they This was an announcement, I believe it was made an earnings call this week uh, by Tatsume Kimishima. Investors. Yeah, an yeah. investors call where he said this. And um, what else did he say? Lots of people are contacting them to work on Switch titles. So even these ones that aren't in development, they're getting lots of, um, lots of uh, uh, contact from other publishers that want to. Um, and... Uh, one of the things he said, this this quote, I'm reading the Polygon um, article, which is uh, pretty cool here. So one of the things that he said is that we are working to create titles and environments to invigorate the competitive gaming scene so that a wider demographic of customers can enjoy, talk about, and continue playing the Nintendo Switch. And uh, so he's... Uh, and there was another one too. I don't even remember where this was. I know I read it. He was talking about core gamers and like wanting to reaffirm their commitment to. That's uh, at the very bottom. Gamers. This, yeah. This pre-order momentum is reassuring proof that the core yes. gamer demographic understands the uniqueness of the Nintendo Switch and continues to support us. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Recognizing. Recognizing yes. that they're they've they have mm -hmm. faltered in that area in the past. So. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. If, if the fact that there are a hundred games in development right now, let's assume that ninety of them come out, right? Because games get canceled all the time. Let's assume that ninety yeah. come out. Um, the Wii U had one hundred and thirty-five games that came out um, to retail, right? So, like, that's not a lot. <coughs> so, I mean, there was plenty more shovelware on their eShop, but not that much. So, um, I, the fact that there are a hundred and there are some pretty impressive names on that. And I mean, the reality is we're not even at E3 yet, right? Like yeah. this, it's coming out early yeah. and we still have E3 and you know that Nintendo's going to announce some stuff and they just casually, they had a 15 minute Nintendo direct for Fire Emblem and they announced two, uh, Switch games. Right. Just ca casually here. Have some, <laughs> right. You know, like. And that's yeah. that's a thing, and we also know there is literally no reason why they could not port over the entire Wii U catalog over time. I don't know why they haven't announced it yet, but maybe they're waiting. But like you know, um, you know what game would be super sick on that is Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker would be amazing on the Switch. 
Smash, we know, is coming. That's a foregone conclusion. I mean, yeah, of yeah. course, Smash is coming with new yeah. characters, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, between Smash or, you know, uh, Bayonetta 2, I, I, I mean, that game would do very well, but it was trapped on the Wii U, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A wider audience would love to play an uh, opportunity to play that game. Um, Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE, another great game, trapped on the Wii U. Um, and I also suspect that NIS is going to go absolutely bonkers porting all their wacky Japanese nonsense over here. And I say that with love because some of those are my favorite games. But, like, NIS brings all kinds of stuff. And right now they're, like, Vita exclusives and PS4 exclusives. And NIS makes a lot of money selling these yeah. relatively inexpensive JRPGs <coughs> on these things. Not to say that it's going to be competition for the Vita because... Who competes with the Vita? Nobody bought one, but like, that, you know, if you're looking for lots of things to play, you could do worse than NIS coming out and saying, yeah, if you like JRPGs, this is going to be a thing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's <coughs> funny know? that you just made that Vita joke. I used to give Simone a hard time about that all the time in our early episodes of this podcast. Because so. she was uh, like one of the five people that owned people the Vita. That, that owned a Vita, yeah. <laughs> No, I want one, but now that I'm like, I was going to buy one, but now I'm like, mm, I'm going to have a Switch, and I'm pretty sure everything that I ever want to play will be on there, with the exception of Persona. With the exception of Persona. But I think I might just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, please don't start singing that. Um... I just did it. It's in your head now. It's in your head now. <laughs> That's not the point. It's like, well, it's it's not as bad as it used to be. But I used to hear um, the girls and sometimes even the boys from my friends who are moms from our club just singing that song like all the time, and it's just. Uh, and Anna actually knew. She knew the words to it, even though she'd never seen the friggin' movie. She knew the words to it. I was just like, "Are you kidding me? Uh, how, how did this happen? I worked so mm. hard to keep this away from her. How did this happen?" <laughs> But anyhow, those dizzy princesses, man, they sneak in. Um, <laughs> and, uh, they do. They do. Yeah. They're insipid. They're everywhere. Yeah. So hard to. Yeah, it was funny for her. Stay away from them. For her second birthday, um, I invited uh, a bunch of uh, people from her preschool. Uh, some of them, like I didn't know really well, but I wanted to include everybody. And so one of them came, and the present that they got her was this little mermaid um sort of shell uh cart thing that was driven by a seahorse and i tell you man it took me very very many muscles in my face to like grit and try to look like i (laughs) tried to look like i was smiling while inside i was like god damn it how how can i get rid of this thing quickly it turns out my dog destroyed it very quickly and it wasn't even my fault like you didn't even have to manipulate it away i didn't even need have to manipulate it it was um yeah anyway oh oh, disney princesses okay so uh we got more nintendo news so they have said that they are going to be releasing at least three mobile games every year uh, before they had very um, ambitious uh, said that they were going to release five apps by uh, this March, which obviously is not happening. Um, but yeah, so so three a year. That's a, that's a decent amount. Still waiting on Animal Crossing. That's the only other uh, property that they actually announced they were going to be making a mobile game for. 
Um, so April. Yeah. 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 Can't I, wait. I, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah. One. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what other what other stuff do you think they would release on mobile, Stephen well, Boy. Well, clearly uh, Mario Run was successful enough that I expect right. that we will see Super Mario Run two, and mm. etc. Um, so I think that's beyond you know uh, not out of the question. Um, it, depending on how successful Fire Emblem Heroes is, I mean, we could see kind of spinoffs or sequels to that. <laughs> Although that's the kind of game they could just support forever. Um, yeah. Realistically, um, I think that Pikmin would uh, do very well that's on mobile. That's what I was wondering. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I, I think it's inevitable that we'll see a Zelda type game, but I don't think yeah, it's going to be I... Zelda like we think it is. Um, I, I, you know, there's a big trend in mobile gaming right now to make like these idle RPGs, right? Where like mm-hmm. they like happen while you're not there, and like you kind of like check in on them every once in a while. I would absolutely kill for like a Zelda idle RPG where just Link goes and just does stuff and you just check on him every once in a while you're like hey what's up almost like the world was like a terrarium <laughs> and it's like you just check in it's like oh check it out he's in that dungeon doing his thing you know I think that would be um I don't know why but I would just just think that it would be neat um but do you think they'll do another augmented reality like something like Pokemon Go, like something else like that, because I kind of wondered if they might do a Zelda game like that. I mean, where you, where you had to walk to find creatures or go out into the world to actually explore. They have said that they want to continue with the quality of life stuff, and I think that's easier to integrate that with cell phones than it is with consoles, mm-hmm. or to create another piece of hardware. Yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of them making like a smartwatch type thing you know something that integrates mm. heavily with like the smart watches makes sense i would da- i'd be down with that like Z- link will yeah. only g- move further forward on his quest if you walk right right sure yeah. why not yeah i, I think a story driven you know game augmented reality would be po- would be popular because <laughs> part of what lost me for pokemon go was well part that i live in the suburbs and it's a pain to try yeah. to play in the yeah. suburbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. I live in the country. Let me tell you. Oh. Country. I'm going to get one, you know, one spawn on my street in yeah. an hour. You know, it's like, uh, so yeah. I play it. I can't, it's still on my phone because I'll play it like if I'm on vacation and I'm in a hotel or something, I'll play because yeah. then there's usually like, you know, enough activity to keep it interesting. But, um, you know, even walking around the neighborhood, there just wasn't very much. But yeah. um, it would be interesting if there was a story-driven, you know, thing that used the same mechanic where you had to get out and walk to get to, you know, where you're actually adventuring to adventure. So, yeah, you know, I just mean, an idea. <clears throat> there is, actually. Um, Niantic, who is the developer of Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. they have a game, like, Pokemon Go It basically took all of the geographic information from Niantic's previous game called Ingress, uh, right. And just use it right, for, for Pokemon that. Go. So that's that's a story-driven yeah. game where you're on a team and you're trying to um, capture these uh, points where there are magic. I forget what it's called now, but these magic points. And they have like big like live events where people go and like compete together to capture like this one huge hmm. event type thing. I went to one in Seattle. It was amazing. I had no idea how huge it was. Like this was it was crazy huge. There were so many people there. Um, and like and that that game is really big. Like they have um, 
they have like an in-game like uh like a news station where they like hire an actress to be like a news reporter and they post the stuff <laughs> up on youtube and all this kind of stuff so it's crazy so um so yeah so story driven game like that i think that's no yeah. problem because they've already yeah. done one linda and i were um we're uh, talking about how Game of Thrones might be a good a good fit for something like that, but that won't happen because of the licensing, I'm sure. Yeah. So unless... they'd have to do a knockoff. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's kind of why I think Zelda might be a good match because. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not not quite the adult content that Game of Thrones is, but yeah. <laughs> still adventuring in swords. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, one last piece of Nintendo news here. They are going to have a commercial during the Super Bowl. This is the very first time that Nintendo will have a commercial for the Super Bowl. You can see it on their YouTube channel. Um, I watched it earlier today. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's it's a commercial. <laughs> Nothing completely, you know, stood out to me. Like, um, I, my first feeling watching, there's a lot of footage of them using the Joy-Con with people doing the motion stuff. And uh, yeah. my third, my first thought is that people who aren't familiar are just going to think that it's a Wii, you know, because it really looks similar when they were showing that stuff. I think that they should have um, downplayed that, I think, and in, in, uh, shown more of the console console type play. I mean, they do show the console type play, but they showed a lot of the just sort of motion control type stuff, which um, I don't know. I mean, I always got really broad audience. Um, on the Super Bowl, so maybe something they feel like something like that is more um, appealing to those people. But for me, I was like, eh. and you know, I've seen everybody, everything about the Switch already, so that's probably why it didn't impress me. But <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you might be looking more at an audience that isn't as exposed to it at this point, so they have to lay kind of the groundwork more for what it's going to be about, which is yeah. why they were showing it. Um, in the different environments where somebody was playing it, you know, there were kids playing it at school, like in a college setting yeah, and all playing together. So they were all playing the same console and, you know, playing another group of people in another room and then actually walking the console, the tablet across and putting it in and having it, yeah, you know, automatically. So I think, yeah, maybe that was part of it. Maybe they don't want to lose the people who would want to, you know, buy it because it is like a Wii was. Yeah. We was. We was. Odd. <laughs> yeah. It's odd to say that. It we is. was. Yeah. <laughs> what do you Sorry. think, Stephen? Did you watch it? Yeah, I mean, it's all right. It'll do its job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a big piece of it. It'll do its job. Um, they're going after the mainstream audience. Um, you know, so they're they're just. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's not as. I wish it was something super cool, but. <laughs> it'll do its job. It's a thing, right? Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Uh, five mil for a 30 second spot though. Yeah, I know. That's a, it's a big investment. Yeah. They're pouring a lot of marketing into this. I hope, um, I hope it pays off. Like I said, I'm not super impressed and don't feel like I need to buy one right away, but I, I would be sad if like Nintendo is like not a thing or they go the way of Sega, uh, and just do software. So, who knows? We'll see. Signs are signs yeah. are pointing in the right direction, right? People are trying to buy yeah. it, and there's yeah. they're saying the right things. Popular, yeah. <laughs> and we're still a month away. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're a month away yeah. from launch. 
And so, you know, they could they could come out with a Nintendo Direct. They could announce one tomorrow. Yes. And announce more games. I mean, that's the issue. It's all about games. I mean, this thing, the hardware is what it is. Yeah, yeah. They just need to get yeah. the games out there. And they know what they yep. need to do. Nintendo knows. Yeah. It's just a matter of whether or not they'll get off their butts and do it. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um... All right. Well, that's all the news that I had. Steven, usually you have something that I missed. Do you have something to add that I missed this week? Um, not really. Oh, you went okay. o- we what went over that? it. You were quite diligent today. Um, okay. And also, <laughs> I covered most of it when we talked about the uh, Final Fantasy stuff. Really, I just wanted to talk about Power Rangers and Final, oh, Fantasy, Final Fantasy and how absurd it is. Yeah. And we did that already. <laughs> so... Um. All right, then. Well, let's move into what we are playing. I am still playing Stardew Valley with my daughter, hence the video that I posted of her uh, predicting what the boss at the bottom of the mine is going to look like. Um, so, yeah, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I've put about 10 more hours into it. I suppose I could pull it. Steam's open on my computer right now. Let's see. I am at 187 hours now. Jeez. Um, wow. <laughs> you are you are da- you are That's getting like... dangerously close to not even close to my slash played in World of Warcraft. <laughs> not even close. No, not even close. But still, that's, yeah. that's impressive for a game. That's some dedication. Yeah. Uh, well, you know the thing is, is that there's this community center in uh in stardew valley and you have to collect a lot of things and then put them into the community center to revive it and i've i've got almost everything like like that's my goal like i gotta get everything to revive this community center and see what happens after that and then hopefully there's there's more of a story thing that goes on after that because otherwise i'm probably going to lose interest um uh so yeah so that's that i played some hearthstone um and then uh more disney fantasia music evolved for my exercising I forgot how much I love that game. I love that game so much. If you don't have it, <laughs> if you have a Connect and you don't have that game, you should get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Must you buy. said that last week, and I wrote it down, and I didn't get it, and I should have. <laughs> Although we don't have our Xbox out right now. Our Xbox is in storage because we weren't using it, so mm. I'd have to pull it out. But I love the motion, the Connect in particular for motion. Yeah. It was, you know, pretty yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so that's me. Regina, what have you been yeah. playing? I haven't played much, um, and that's your fault, Nicole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Nice. Finally, somebody gets in your face for being no fun. <laughs> well, it's you keep posting stuff about Game of Thrones, and I hadn't watched the last season. So my husband and I got our, so we got the subscription through that, like for the channel on our Amazon subscription. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back and we've been watching and we got to episode through part of episode nine last night. So I'm almost done with it. Episode nine. I know. I know. It always, it always is. And we started it, you know, we started, it was like nine 30 and he's like, do we have enough time? And I'm like, I don't know, like the, you know, the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones is always like the episode. And yeah, then yeah. like episode 10 is the denouement of, you know, resolving the, se- yeah, yeah. the season. So I'm like, I, do we, do we want to, I mean, do we want to? <laughs> yeah. And so we started it, but we only got like 20 minutes in before my daughter woke up. So, um, <laughs> okay. well, that's probably <laughs> go. good because you didn't get to, um, 
the beginning of the battle because once that yeah. battle starts, they don't cut away. And I'm telling you, you can't start once you start watching that battle. Yeah, you cannot. That's, yeah, stop. we were we were literally. It was uh, Devos was um, uh, walking the field like uh, right before okay. the battle started, and okay. so it was right in that quiet. And yeah. then she wa- and I was like, well, this is probably good. <laughs> yeah, this is a good. Place <laughs> if we're gonna to stop. stop anywhere, this yes. is probably a good spot. Yes. Well, no, so that well, I will, I'm sure we'll finish it tonight. And, but and oh my god, yeah. the dragons at the beginning of yeah. the episode. Oh, oh at the beginning, god. like I oh yeah, I, I was know. like. When he when she showed up, I'm like, oh, she's gonna do, she's gonna yeah. do him with her her dragon. She's gonna finish this off, and yeah. so I got really, yeah, that was really funny. I, I really liked Daenerys' um, uh, arc this season. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought she really developed as a character um, and got a little bit humble, which was cool, even yeah. though she still walked out of a burning building. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. She still is. So, so yeah. my time for gaming has been <laughs> subverted. You know what? That's okay. That's okay. I, I can deal with. I can deal with that. I just. I've been. I've been watching the last two episodes. By episode, you know, like you say, like episode nine is always the epic one. Episode yeah. ten is pretty epic in this season yeah. too. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, so I've been watching those. It's like it's like comfort. It's comfort watching. Just like I said, I was gonna do comfort reading, and I have comfort gaming, right. which now is Stardew yeah. Valley. So um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah. I watch it. I probably can recite episode nine by heart <laughs> which is really kind of sad funny but that's uh, kind of terrifying given the yeah well it's funny because i you know i haven't rewatched. i watched the first like three three seasons i think i watched each one of those at least twice i think the first one i watched three times because i like introduced different friends to yeah, it yeah um when they were like visiting and so I, I was really familiar with the story up until then and i had read the first book and I'd started the second book but I was watching the second season when I was reading the yeah, second book yeah. and my brain just couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't figure out what was up anymore. Yeah. So I stopped I stopped reading and I just decided I would just watch the show until the show ended and then go back to the books if I wanted to later. But I was really familiar with those and we kept forgetting what happened and then I said to my husband when we we're in the middle of the episode that one of the first episodes and Bran was back. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't even know who that kid is. Who is that kid? <laughs> I know. He looks so different. He looks... well, you know, he wasn't in the season before. Yeah, like they just didn't put him in that season I know. at he all. Wasn't and I'm like, it's in two five. years. He hasn't in se- wasn't in season five yeah. at all. So he yeah. went from being like like a ten year old yeah. with still chubby. a high pitched chubby's with still a high pitched yeah, voice. He still had the cheeks. Like, giant, and all of a sudden you're like giant kid with a deep voice and, it's just, and he was also standing up because it's in one I of know, the visions know, when you first see him. So he was standing yeah. up. So like every marker of like who he was was obliterated. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, so it's been fun to be like reacquainted with those. Now that we have it I might go back and watch him again, but yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I watched um part of um. It's actually it's funny um in in season five I thought episode eight was the more epic one because it has the whole White Walker thing. Um, oh yeah. And I the just fight with the John fight Snow. With the White Walkers. Yeah. And yeah. So I I just rewatched that. Stephen, by the uh. way, if you ever uh, think about watching, like you said, sometimes you would you know check out the epic episodes. And I know you have a thing with zombies, so stay away from season five, episode eight. Just yeah. FYI, stay away That's from that one. That's a rough one for zombies. <laughs> um, okay. But anyhow. Uh, okay, I don't care. <laughs> and Steve, Steven, you still haven't finished your homework, though. You're supposed to watch episode nine of season six. He's supposed yeah. to. I gave him this assignment oh. like six months ago. Here's a um, question, though. Why haven't you done that yet? 
Um, I don't know. Have you finished your homework and watched the first hour of Final Fantasy 15? No. Oh, not only did you not do it, well, you, you know straight what? up blew you it off. I assigned yours first. I assigned yours first. <laughs> this was yeah. like six months ago. You had six months to do this. Final yeah. Fantasy 15 came out uh, when? November? Several months so ago. So it's only been a few months. It's only been yeah. a few months. So yeah. anyhow. That's great. You need to though, Steven. You would you would you would like that episode. It's like classic medieval battle, a pitched battle, and it's just amazing. I'm just telling you you would like it. I... At least that part of it. So you can just skip ha- like to the halfway point and then just watch from there. All right. I I, I understand that you keep telling me this. And I I will do it eventually, I promise. But I, I got oh, other okay. stuff to do, man. With that said, football right. season is over on Sunday. So yeah. I'll have so I'll have more time to do stuff. So you'll have more time open up. Yeah, right. I mean I'm watching so the, my my schedule is I watch football during football season and then when football season is over I watch wrestling. Okay. Um but wrestling No, but I just don't I'm not that <laughs> infi- I'm just not that invested in it that I I can take a couple of months oh. off. Okay, so you just hop back in. It's not like it has like a. Oh no! Well, I mean, they kind of a do. window. They kind of do. Okay. Kinda, because okay. in January kinda. they have the Royal Rumble, and then the winner of the Royal Rumble okay. main events WrestleMania, and so uh, okay. like if you only watched like three or four months, they always do like a big buildup between January and April. So like storylines start and end then. So like it is actually kind of a season. The rest of the year is kind of a mishmash. I'm, wrestling fans will hate me, but like <laughs> watching from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania is always somewhat interesting if you give a crap. If you don't, then it's total garbage. But I kind of give a crap. Like I give just enough crap that I'm amused by it. Also, games journalists tend to like wrestling. So I have found that by T- don't true. tell me I'm wrong, Nicole. Tell me I'm wrong. When you were at IGN, how many of those no. people watch wrestling, <coughs> or at least were aware quite of a, it? Quite a few. Even correct. Even Megan. Even Megan Sullivan, who is on Girl Fight with me, she liked wrestling too. Yep. So I have found that at least having a working knowledge of it, which I can get by being casually interested outside of football season, has been a remarkable networking tool because you walk into this you walk into a press room you walk into a press room at pax east you're surrounded by people they're all talking about you know something (coughs) you know they're wrestler you can talk about get it get a little bit in there it's a networking tool really is and it actually has worked for me um so um so anyway that's that's so but the good news is wrestling doesn't take up as much time as football (coughs) because football is like an entire freaking day Whereas wrestling is right three hours on Monday, and really it's not because I wait until it's an hour later, and then after the EFG show, I watch it fast-forwarding through the parts that I don't like. It's amazing. So anyway, so um, so I'm presuming you were going to ask me what I'm playing. Yes. Or were yes, you just going to yell ahead. at me for not watching an episode of a show? No, no. What are you playing? I started. I, <laughs> did you know what I put into my PlayStation 4? I put in Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll um, stop yelling at you now. Truth be told, <laughs> no. Truth be told, you know what's funny? Like when when a console comes into the house and a bunch of games come in all at once, right? Like, plus I still have Final Fantasy 15 that I'm chipping away at. Um, 
it was uh, like you get the. You, it sounds really crazy that you would forget that games were owned, but like this past weekend, I just this past Saturday, I just needed something, and I didn't want something heavy. I didn't want to grind in Final Fantasy or whatever, so I just like looked in my shelf, and I was like, ah, oh my goodness, I haven't started Ratchet and Clank. So, um, I got through the first like two hours of it, and man, is that game good? Um. Man, like it just—it's just—it is. Here's what it is. It is just pure fun. Um, it is light. It is not. I mean, it's funny, but not like obnoxiously funny, right? Um, it is. Um, you know, like the the level design is fun. It's not super hard, you know. So you can just kind of play. Um, and the game doesn't fight you back. Um, you know, like. Which I just love just rolling in and just shooting those stupid weapons and watching the cogs <laughs> go everywhere. Um, yeah. And it's dumb, right? And I mean that in, like, the <laughs> nicest way, right? Like, it's just dumb. It is, yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, I played two hours, and it felt like 15 minutes. You, j- I was just like, oh, man, I got to be yeah, done yeah. now. Um, so PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is required playing at this point. I agree. If you own a PlayStation 4, it is. <laughs> there is zero especially if you have kids you have zero reason not to own right. this game uh, if for nothing else because it gives you something to play that has action and is certainly cathartic with some of the uh you know the shooting and the hitting and all that stuff that kids can watch um and they can play you know not with you but they can play the game too um and i yeah. think that that's something that is worth uh looking into so no i, I played yes. ratchet and clank um i've been fin- yes. i'm working on finishing up final fantasy 15 <clears throat> um I um uh, my goal is I'm trying this year to finish as many games as I can. Um and I know that that's going to be a big problem because I got Horizon Zero Dawn and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild coming up within 3 days of each other, so that's going to be very painful. Um but um you know, but I'm I'm trying to like clean up my back catalog this year and that means like shutting up and actually playing games, which has been kind of fun. Just kind of yeah. cruising through it. Yeah. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank, man. The other thing that I'll say about that is it's polished, man. That thing, that game is so polished. Not going to run into, I never ran into a bug on that thing. Never, not once. Nope. And I played it from start to finish. Um, I don't think that's ever happened with a game for me, just to not run into any issue whatsoever. Um, so yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess that's going to wrap it up. Right, Steven, anything else? Um, so, Funny story, this is not a game okay. that I am playing, but it's a game my wife is playing because it's hilarious. So we're doing a project, uh, and we are gonna we do this for every Super Bowl where we put up a stupid Instagram picture uh, about the okay. Super Bowl. And this year, we are having a Pokemon battle between an Incineroar named Matt Ryan, who is the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, and a uh, another Pokemon that is red, white, and blue, uh, but another bird that is named Tom Brady. And so this morning, uh, the boys had a delay, and so my son uh, bred these Pokemon so you could name them, Matt Ryan and Tom Brady, and then set my wife up, who has never played a Pokemon game, and taught her to play so that while she was hanging out, like, doing stuff, she could, like, leave it on the counter and every once in a while go fight something and, like, grind up these guys um, so that we could get them to their final forms when they are actually the appropriate colors. And it's hilarious because my wife kept calling me at work being like hey 
What what happens if you learn a move and you already have four moves? Does it really delete the other ones? Like, what happens? And I'm like, honey, first off, these are throwaway Pokemon. We're going to wonder trade them when we're done. This is meant as a gag. <coughs> and two, just learn whatever you want. It's fine. Everything's okay. It's fine. Um, so it's funny that my wife, who has never played a Pokemon game, is just rolling through. He assembled, like, this super team and put her in a place where she can't possibly lose. And it's just like, just run around in circles, Mom. It's fine. <laughs> nice, nice. That's it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, feedback, or some predictions about the stuff that we talked about, please send us an email at gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. Or tweet at us at Gaming with Moms. Regina, as mentioned, is from the Geek Embassy and is author of the forthcoming book Mothering the Game. Regina, what do you want to tell us? Uh, I have some exciting news. I found out a couple days ago that we're actually going to be presenting at Wizard World Portland mm. um, in a couple weeks, uh, Saturday, February 18th. The con runs uh, February 17th, 18th, and 19th. And so we present on... Saturday morning at 11.30 a.m., and wow. our panel is called uh, Capes and Baskets, What Fairy Tales Can Teach Us About Superheroes. Mm, so, super fun, yeah. super fun. We presented it at um, Geek Girl Con earlier, mm -hmm. uh, well, last year, in October last year, um, but it's super fun, super informative. Um, we have some great examples and great speakers. We have a lot of audience participation. So if any of our listeners are going to be at uh, Wizard World Portland, it's the first Wizard World of the year. They go to many different locations to present. Right. So it's the first one of the year. So come uh, come check us out if you're going to be in town. Cool. cool. Yeah. Spot right there. <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. good timing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Anna, like, I'll listen to the shows after we've recorded just to see if there's something I could be doing better. And Anna will be like, I wish I was there with you. Aww, and now we've got Megan. Sweet. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. <laughs> Can you say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming. Steven. What's going on? Was down there. Well, um, outside of the fact that my daughter came down to my recording studio to say hello while I finished, um, let's see what else is happening. So I am the editor-in-chief of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. We are a website dedicated to providing you, parents, all the information that you need to get your family game on. There's a whole bunch of places you can find us. Most of them are fairly obvious, and you probably know them if you've listened to us before. But I beseech you, join us at the Facebook community that is growing every day, literally, the last week, um, at EngageFamilyGaming.com slash community. There's all sorts of people in there, and we're talking, having fun, you know. And like I said, if you're looking for deals on pre-order stuff for the Switch, getting some new SD cards, etc., my producer, the man behind the curtain, uh, wakes up every morning because he's absurd and posts uh <laughs> sales and interesting so if you're looking to save some money it's a good place to go we will not spam you i promise it's not like one of those parenting groups where you <laughs> get yelled at for stuff we're super low-key um and we do video game memes and stuff that's it yes it's fun yeah. it's very low-key very low-key yes mm -hmm. yes highly recommended uh yes. all right then well i think that's going to wrap it up thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you next week Bye.